Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name is Tristan Miller, and joining me today is Clara Oshansky. How are you doing? Hi. Not bad. I mean, you know, as uh, you know, I have COVID, but other than that, not bad. Other than the perpetual state of that. Um, yeah. feeling, feeling okay, though? Doing feeling all right. all right. Okay, that's good. Um, I yeah. would hate for this to be um, a burden on you. No, all good. <laughs> Good. Kind of a kind of a perfect time for Zoom activities. That's fair. That is you're getting the you're getting like it retro style. Yeah, twenty twenty the twenty twenty treatment. Mm-hmm, for sure. I, I had it a couple of months ago, and I did like download TikTok again. I was like, I'm gonna, I gotta relive it. I gotta go back. Oh yeah, I've been watching too many reels. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Um, so do you remember the first movie you saw in the cinema growing up? No, I well, okay, let me rephrase. Uh, what's the first movie you remember seeing in the cinema? That's what I mean to say. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I might have seen the first Pokemon movie in the movie Hell theater. Yeah. That uh-huh. would have been a fairly early one. Mm-hmm. And what was that experience like? I think just so excited. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like, wow, it's like Pokemon, which already feels so big for me, but it's even bigger. It's physically larger. Um, yeah. yeah which you... made it emotionally larger. Where Usually we just watch Pokemon in our house, in our apartment, but this time we have gone out to go to a place where they're showing Pokemon on a big screen. That's excellent. Yeah. I mean, dare I say it, there's something special about going to the movies. Yeah, and, it feels... and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> no one's talking about it at all. It's a completely unique notion I've come up with. Yeah. It's not been a source of a massive amounts of debate. Well, that's yeah. lovely. That's a lovely film to remember. Um, first seeing, were you a big Pokemon fan growing up? Up until that point as well? Yeah, until the point when it got too exhausting to keep up. <laughs> I my first like, I guess I must have been. Yes. I was trying to think if I didn't get into Pokemon until I got my Game Boy. But no, I was into Pokemon before that, which is why I was excited to get my Game Boy. 
That makes sense. A hundred percent. I did not grow up playing the Pokemon games. The only Pokemon right. game, I, there's two, I guess. There's Pokemon Go, which I have been told does not count. And I'm not a purist. I ducked out too early to be throwing around opinions. That's true. And then also the the Let's Go, which was also not there's People... Pokemon Go and there's Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah, it's like a, for the Switch. It's like a continue. Okay. Anyway, this is not a fi- this is not a podcast about video games. Go to Polygon for that. This is a podcast about film and making up a movie. Um, what's your favorite snack to eat at the movie theater? I think just popcorn. I know yeah. that sucks. Earlier today, I was like, <laughs> I finally had, I mean, it's like not exciting. Um, <laughs> okay. I finally had a moment today uh, of like, how did popcorn become the movie theater snack? And I really went down that rabbit hole. <sighs> I just watched a video on that too. It's really fascinating. It was exactly what I would have guessed. A combination of technology, agricultural factors, and broader global trends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's... I would imagine how most things become things. Yeah. Yeah. Some things, like disco balls, become things because one place that's really cool has them, and then everyone Mm -hmm. else wants to be like, that place that's really cool. So that was my other guess. That is true. I hadn't considered disco balls in this equation. You are correct. Um, If it makes you feel any better... Recently, Marty Scorsese was like, "What's your favorite go-to snack?" And the, mm-hmm. he's like, "Popcorn." What are you talking about? Of course, it's popcorn. You just you don't okay. have to think about it. You just put it in. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Um, so, if that makes you feel any better, or if it makes you feel it worse, does. I'm sorry. Okay, good. Um, if there's one guy who knows movies, that's true. As he will, he will tell you that he's the one guy, which is how you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so. I have some uh, other like kind of movie trivia questions here for you. Okay. Um, the first one is, what is movie? What is movie? Yes. What is movie? Uh, moving picture. Okay. Uh, a series of images playing in, played in succession. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say in succession, do you mean... In the television show, or do you... yeah, yes, I mean a series of images played in the television show Succession. If it's not referenced in Succession, it doesn't count in the cinematic canon. Okay, I thought that's what I thought you were trying to say, and that that absolutely yeah, yeah. makes sense. And I'm glad that you know, of course, I agree, and so does Marty Scorsese. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of, do you think Marvel movies are theme parks? Do I think Marvel movies are theme parks? Yeah. Do you think they have any value? That's not a, it's a very dated <laughs> question. Never mind. Um, I have, I think this one uh, might be good for you. Okay. What is uh-huh. my favorite movie? Uh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're not right, but you're not wrong. <laughs> What is your favorite movie? Oh, um, I I often say I'll never tell, but I have told um previously. Um, but I I want to yes and the Home Alone thing a little bit more because yes, of course it's my favorite movie because it has my president in it. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, that is the other reason. Um, no, it's this great film by, by uh John Cassavetes called um, A Woman Under the Influence. It's really great. Great stars uh Peter Falk and Gina Rollins. 
What a picture. Um, from which actor would you like to steal a car? I mean, I gotta say Seinfeld, because, like, it would be a nice <laughs> car, and he couldn't miss it that much. Well, I have my coffee. Where's my car? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd be like... <laughs> yeah, he has so many of them. He has so many of them. And I will he say... He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. And I'll say this. You calling him an actor? Very generous. I think the man has acted. You're right. Yeah, he has spoken words written for him. Yes. He has has spoken words written for him to have to do the least acting possible. Yes, correct. Absolutely, 100%. Um, I don't know enough about other celebrities' car collections to know who else wouldn't miss one. um, I mean, you got Jay Leno, I guess. You got... You'd call him an actor? No, I wouldn't. Someone did also bring up Jay Leno, and I said, Jay Leno? (laughs) I guess he's been, he was in Fairly Odd Parents, but I don't consider him an actor. Seinfeld's even more of an actor than Jay Leno. Precisely. This is how we got to get both of these guys in like yeah. an Uta Hagen class and see who's the better actor. Yeah. Who makes me feel the most? Um, yeah. Who can behave truthfully in imagined circumstances? I don't know if that that's is, Uta Hagen or someone else, but it's got to be someone. I believe that is. I believe that is Uta Hagen. Well done. Oh, nice. And if it's not, all the acting, uh, pe- all the five actors that listen to this are yelling at us, and I don't care. Um, do you? Did you have a <clears throat> a character crush growing up, like someone you were just obsessed with and wanted to be around? Is it like someone I wanted to emulate, or someone who I like crush in the more traditional sense of the term? Let's do one of each. Okay, Raven and Raven, uh, Teen Titans. Should I stick to the purposes of this podcast? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? You made me laugh so much. Should I uh, stick to movies for the purposes of this podcast? absolutely. Also, I would say she's been in movies since then, but that's perfect. (laughs) So good. What a lovely turnaround. It's almost like you should should tell jokes for Hmm. it. Yeah, crazy. I'll consider it. it. You'll consider it. Um. <laughs> so, what animal would you like to ratatouille you into success in your chosen profession? Well, my chosen uh, profession is comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, therefore, mm-hmm. a sloth. A sloth. Expand, please. Those guys are hilarious. Is this based off of Zootopia or just looking at them? I haven't seen Zootopia. Hell yeah. Never I've do. just seen videos of sloths. <laughs> My concern would be. Okay. I, I'm not going to yuck your yum. I think it's a great uh-huh. choice. The hat can fit uh-huh. whatever animal goes under it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's a big hat. Big hat. No cap. With branches. Mm-hmm. Sloths are, though, famously slow. Would you be worried that it wouldn't be able to react in time? I tend to speed through my punchlines. I think it would be a valuable correction. Excellent. That... (laughs) Um, All right. So I have a couple more here. And I think... 
this one. <laughs> what movie monster, and it can't be a uh, Dracula, it can't be like a vampire. Okay. What movie monster do you want to fuck? First off, I need to just like think of movie monsters. Take your time. I think the big friendly one for Monsters Inc. would be a thoughtful lover. <laughs> he, he's an adult, right? Yeah, he's a he's a job. He's he's a four hundred one k. Yeah, his name is Sully. Okay. <laughs> he's played by John Goodman, and you're right. He would be gentle. He's played by John Goodman. That's yes, awesome. he is. <laughs> And he would be gentle and firm. I think he'd, yeah, I think that's a great choice. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Oh, well done. All right. And finally, as is the tradition for movie okay. trivia, why is Austin Powers so sexy? Confidence. It's confidence. Yeah. It's all you need, baby. You don't, you're not worried about him, you know? You don't feel like you're going to have to take care of him. He's taken care of himself. That's true. That is true. He's definitely taken care of himself. And I like how you said himself, not taking care of you. You're just like, we're both good. Yeah. We're coming right. at this as two fully formed people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. He'll, he'll keep his side of the road, but, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so are you ready for the game? Hit me. <laughs> Okay, so the random word we're going to be extrapolating a plot of a movie film okay. is game. Are we game? Yeah, we're working together. I, I was going to say, are we uh, worried about structure? No, not at all. It's okay. what comes to your mind when when the word gain is said to you and then you're asked gain? to think of a movie. Gain. Gambling. We're, Gambling. We're at a casino. Okay, great. We're at a casino. All right. So it's gay. Um, hmm. We're at a casino. And I think that it's going to get foreclosed on. And it's a small town casino. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing putting this, this town in the middle of like rural Wyoming. It's the only thing they have. Okay. And it's getting foreclosed the casino thing those things are made to make money that is true famously um i know some very public figures have fucked up the casino thing like i know it happens i just sort of don't understand the math of how it happened i think that the previous casinos the owners the owner of the casino dies then okay. his kids get it okay. and they don't know what the hell they're doing because they okay. never paid attention when papa spoke you yeah. know it's like, again, we have to fit this somehow into the cinematic universe that is Succession. Yeah, Otherwise, it's not a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's right. what a movie is. Has to be. Um, and gain is, obviously, there's the meaning of gain that's, like, within the games. Mm -hmm. um, it's, there's got to be a meaning that has to do with the main plot line of this movie. Are they gaining, like... I mean, obviously, they're going to mm -hmm. gain family. If we know that we have three brothers, it's about games. Mm -hmm. It's about games. They're estranged. They don't. They don't get along so much. I got this. 
Okay. They, they're strange. They don't get along so much. They are having a hard time connecting once at, during, after they sit Shiva. Mm-hmm. And they, after that, they're trying to connect. Okay. And then they all realize they all go to Equinox. Okay. Great. To get those gains. Yeah, they're making gains. Yeah. So yeah. that's the key where they can start to yeah. um, connect a bit. Because they were really going at each other, but then one of the brothers needed a spotter. And at the end of the day, their family, they're not going to let their brother get crushed. That is true. Yes. I think there's got to be a, a moment where they are fighting and he needs a spotter and he doesn't want to do it. And then he almost like the, the one brother almost dies. Yeah. And they go, OK. And that's when they snap in. This is what it would feel like to lose you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Versus um, to gain each other. Oh, my God. writes itself it's so good um i would say jumping off to the end uh-huh. what do you think about this okay they hybridize the casino with a gym somehow they somehow <laughs> i don't know how <laughs> but they make it a gym slash casino okay um, um. They, people are betting on the people at the gym. They're Hell. betting on whether they're going to be able to like lift the 200. I love that because I, I love this as a concept so much because so many people are like, oh, betting on the races is so immoral. It's just animals. But then we just take it and make it people and they're like, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, once there's, uh, once, once there's consent. Exactly. It's so okay i love that a lot oh okay so that's the basic i think we have the basic plot structure here okay we should i think dive in and get some specifics okay about like um scenes and whatnot and maybe Mm -hmm. if you think of actors that fit all of these well you've established that they're jewish yes so bradley cooper yeah, clearly, uh, Adam Driver, clearly, and then Catherine yeah. Hahn thrown in just for good measure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I did mention that. I, you, can, you can change that if you want. Um, everything is malleable here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I feel like we got to cast a really likable actor to play the dad. And he's in, like, the first five minutes of the picture. And then immediately dies. Well, I've been watching too much. I've been watching a lot of Righteous Gemstones, so this is a little uncreative. But you mentioned John Goodman. Oh yeah, that'd I be great. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would say that's uncreative. Um, it's pretty much the same role that he has in Righteous Gemstones: the patriarch with three children who don't get along. Oh, fair enough. I have seen maybe the one episode of holding it all together. Yeah. It's a great well, show. Well, I've I've heard. I need to get on it. Um, I love John Goodman. I love Johnny Goods. Um. I think it should be a sudden death, um, unexpected, because I think all these three kids should never have expected to have to deal with this ever, pretty much. Yeah. Um, oh, what if there's uh, a fourth child okay. that dies with Rachel the- Brosnahan? <laughs> yes. Slam dunk. And she was set to inherit the casino. Uh-huh. 
and then they both die and so these three kids like we like really have no oh, idea what we're doing. yeah because the oldest child who had been shouldering all the responsibility so the rest are like cool we can just take this family money and fuck around yeah all of a sudden all the people they'd been counting on pass away yes yeah <laughs> i think that's a, a very kind of it ups the stakes really nicely i think um yeah. okay what should the accident be well this could be going too far off the rails but what if it's not an accident there's let's say some people who have it out for the casino's ownership maybe the casino cracked down on the wrong guy they're going for john goodman but it's dark they miss they hit rachel brosnahan oh. uh and then after he uh after john goodman like fights back but doesn't uh dispose of them they get him oh that's brutal that's an excellent opening scene too it's like what are we in for oh that's so good i like that as an element as well it does like kind of muddy the waters but in a in a really fun way of like um how shall i say like now all these now these three people they're in over their heads it's not just yeah. like oh how do we get this business to go together and when john goodman fights back he does enough damage that they still have it out for the family so it's how do we get this business to go and oh shit we're under attack. yeah i think that's very good oh well done Ooh. Ooh, um, I like that. I like the double cross there. And then I feel like it should be a true double cross. It should be someone who is then helping the three siblings try to set up the casino. And they're purposefully misleading them down the path to try and um, get, make the casino go under. So it's like a revenge giving them giving them bad advice yes giving them bad advice telling them to maybe even like iago style lying to one to try and get the other person to act differently iago from othello not and then i said this not that one (laughs) but um but uh i like that idea Uh, who 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 do we want i kind of now that i said iago i kind of like this idea of Ewan McGregor. Because he did play Iago on, on stage. And him going, well, I think you want to... He's doing his American accent for some yeah. reason. Well, I think you really should do this. I mean, it seems like a really good idea to invest in this other part of the casino. Or whatever it is. And it's personal. It's not just that he mm-hmm. has uh, interest tied to a rival casino. Mm-hmm. It's that he and John Goodman were very close when they were younger. Uh, and John Goodman stabbed him in the back to get ahead. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I love it. And I think the whole time, Ewan McGregor is like, you guys and your stupid gym, I can't find you. I can't get a hold of you every time. And that's why they go, that leads to their moment of like, aha, fuck you. (laughs) We will make this a gym and casino. That or... It's a producer style thing where he thinks the worst idea for this casino is you guys love the gym so much. You don't know how to run a casino, but you know everything about the gym. What if you just combined it? Then everyone loved it. I love that. I love that so much. And I love, I think the reason the success should happen 
is, as you know, more and more people from California, they're flying out to Wyoming because property's cheap and they want to be away from Hollywood. I think like a couple of really famous actors playing themselves go to the gym and they're like, I love it here. And I love that. That's great. And like, one of them goes, are you Ewan McGregor? And Ewan <laughs> McGregor's character goes, no. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's Scottish. I'm clearly American. <laughs> My favorite thing about his American accent is how he hits that R. Um, oh, I like that so good. That's so good. I like this movie a lot. Um, so what does Ewan McGregor do when they succeed? Well, do they find him out? I feel like they gotta, right? Yeah, they gotta. They gotta find him out, and it's he's gotta have some sort of comeuppance for murdering American hero John Goodman. Yeah. And they find um, a photo. They're going through old picture albums to, like, decorate. They're like, this is a family casino equinox. We gotta let people know that. A casino Let's go through old photos and find uh, pictures to put up of our family. Uh, and they're like, hey, this looks a lot like Iago. Uh, <laughs> the, the character's name. Is Iago. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's so good. Um, I like that. Down. Do we want to complicate it even further? And be like, this, this photo is from 1920. And he looks exactly the same. Both dad... Yeah. And he look exactly the same. That's why he had to kill him. It's the yeah. only way to get rid of him. It's the only way to get rid of him and go, yeah, the bullet was silver. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I think I cut okay, I do kind of like that. I do like that. <laughs> I think they should have made some sort of Faustian deal in their youth. You know, with a deal with Satan. And uh and that's why this casino is so successful. And then John Goodman stabs Ewan McGregor in the back, literally. And Ewan McGregor mm. dies and goes down to hell and somehow makes a bet with Satan himself that if he can get the okay. casino back, he can be alive again. Okay. This is kind so of going on the liminal. He's in a liminal state the whole time that he's trying to get the casino. Mm -hmm. Wait, if he can get the casino back, like if he can get revenge on the casino? Yes, yes. If he can get revenge on the casino, if gotcha. he can stop the casino from being successful, because the deal they made is, yeah. I will give you my soul if this is the most successful casino in America. Gotcha. And so he's like, okay, if I can just do that, I, I will be able to be an actual human being again and go and uh -huh. see my daughter. Uh -huh. He has a daughter too. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so getting a little bit of weeds here. Um, How so? <laughs> but I like it. I think it's really silly. Uh, <laughs> um, I think uh, Satan should be played by an AI uh, version of Norm MacDonald. Great. Hey, what do you mean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it sounds bad and everyone hates that they did it. Um, yeah. And his daughter is played by an AI Mitch Hedberg. 
<laughs> I like that a lot. Far better than the thing I said. <laughs> what do you mean you lost the casino? Um, that's oh, okay. That's so good. All right. So how do they vanquish the specter from their lives? I mean, I guess the casino. Well, just- it becomes the most popular casino in America. Yeah. Again. And so uh, again, and so Satan gets the soul back. Ugh. And I think as Satan's like, ah, sorry, I, I got to tell you, you got to come with me now. Uh, Greg goes, okay, fine. And then he turns and he sees through the crowd at the casino, his daughter. And a single tear rolls down his cheek. And he goes into a door and then you hear jackpot from a slot machine. And then the and then the the siblings they're Roll all credits. yeah they're all celebrating yeah there you go I think we have a great film with game I think there's yeah. nothing wrong with it I don't I think it's really easy to understand yeah super uh, straightforward sort of streamlined plot yeah streamlined plot classic three act structure sure of yeah. throwing in Satan in the third act as opposed to the first yeah. Which is, of course, where most people, where the Bible gets it wrong. He's in the first fucking book. You know, you got to save it for the yeah. last, you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, it it's not going to get better. Than, you've set yourself up for failure. Yeah, you can't start with the Prince of Darkness and then uh, a flood? Water? Are you kidding me? Ah! <laughs> anyway. Um, do you have any other notes or scenes or notions about the film before we move on to perhaps a lightning round, if you're keen to do that? Uh, soundtrack by Jack Antonoff. Here's the thing. Who is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Okay. Who is uh, that? He works with a lot of major pop stars and has his own band called Bleachers. Okay. Uh, he works with Taylor Swift. He works with Time. Hell yeah. Uh, he's good buddies with Mike Birbiglia. He just seems like the kind of guy who just kind of does stuff. Yeah. So that's... I was like, who would just kind of do stuff? That's great. That sounds ideal. Ideal. Um, do you have someone that you think would be good for a director? Greta Gerwig. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Greta, we know. Very man heavy, this one. But. Yeah. Hear us out. Yeah. Um, that's very good. I love it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Okay. I'm really happy with it. And I think you should be too. You know what? I'm proud of the work we did here today. Yeah. It's yeah. going in my packet. Yeah. you have <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So the way lightning round works is we get the same word. We each do a quick pitch on the same word. Like for gain, I would do one and then you would do one. Okay. Okay. Ideal. So I have a notion if you want me to go first. Mm -hmm. Okay. So ideal is about a robot that is designed to assist engineers when they get to... um, blocks and it's called l and it's idea l there you go 
Uh, mine was also sort of robot adjacent. Uh, I was thinking a woman, uh, after having one too many relationships go astray, uh, uses this AI where you can create your dream man. Um, but then she finds out that having everything that she's ever wanted was not what she really wanted. Mm, I like that a lot. Sustain. Okay, I have. Okay. It is about a lawyer who is a hothead and he's constantly getting in trouble with the judges locally. But he gets on a case that he knows for sure he's right about that this person did not commit the crime because there was a suspicious stain, a sus stain, if you will. Yes. Uh, I was thinking sort of the musical route of sustained. A group of friends who were very close in college because they were all in a band together and all in their sort of rebellious youth at the same time try to make their friendship last into their early 30s. Mm. Uh, and it just, they become so far from the people that they once were that it's all hard to sustain. Oh. Very sad, but mm. poignant. Not as a, not as cute. Yeah, no, no. I, unfortunately, I look at words and then I break them out down into parts and then I'm like, this? Idea, Al. Yeah. Let's go with Jet. Okay. Jet, for me, is about a young boy who dreams of being the best fry cook in town and he has this big dream for a small town and he works his whole life to do it and then when he finally goes to become a fry cook there's an accident and he's missing a hand and he can't be a fry cook anymore and he has to learn to live with that starring Anthony Hopkins. De-aged. But the character's name is Jet, and that's why it's called Jet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jet for me is about a guy uh, played by Adam Sandler who drives uh, sort of a tourist jet boat around sort of uh, like vacation areas. Mm -hmm. Um, And in every, this is, I was just reading the synopsis of Just Go With It, which is why I said Adam Sandler, but it's a little Mm -hmm. too one-to-one. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say instead played by played by the adorable kid from uh, No Hard Feelings because I think it would be fun to play yes. against type. Um, um, Andrew Barth Feldman. Yeah, Andrew Barth Feldman. Uh, he, you know, ri- drives this uh, jet boat and what he likes about the boat lifestyle is that at any point when things get too serious with someone, he can jet. You know, oh. he goes to the next tourist destination, he sets up shop, he starts a new relationship he jets that's so good lifestyle starts to wear on that's so good you um do you want to do one more do you want to okay cool let's try foster 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 is a it stars sutton foster and it's about a a woman who's she's from a small town you see but she's got a big dream about being she wants to open an ice cream parlor 
Um, uh-huh. But she can't get the money to do it because she's it's the 1970s and it's the rural um area of south dakota and no one wants a woman owning a business and then of course who should help someone out in a tricky spot in south dakota but kevin costner he shows up and he's like i'll give you the money and then he's like will you marry me and she's like no i literally just wanted the money you're a, a creep and then uh, he burns the ice cream parlor down, but she has insurance, so it all works out. Nice. Thanks. Uh, a weird painting teacher played by uh, Carol Kane uh, has this sort of cult reputation as like a mentor icon, uh, but she does this thing where all the students she takes on, she sort of manages to talk them into sort of living in her guest house, and it's she has this spring of odd relationships where she becomes far too involved in these students' lives and like needs to live through them and ends up kind of needing to control them. Uh, and it just follows a group of three students who come under her tutelage at the same time and need to learn to break free from that toxic relationship and forge their own artistic path. Sounds great. A plus. A plus films, two thumbs way up for all the films we've made here today. Um, yeah. Do you have anything that you want people who listen to this podcast to know about you? Uh, I very occasionally host a podcast called My First Joke, which I think is good and people should listen to. Okay. I will do that. And I will probably think it's good because <laughs> I generally think the things that you do are. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm speaking now to the listener. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to tristanmiller.substack.com or patreon.com slash tristanjmiller, whichever you prefer. Um, not going to get into the ins and outs of that, but you can figure out what's different about those two things. I'm starting a new podcast as of this recording. The first one hasn't come out yet, but it's a sleep podcast where I talk to people about their comfort movies and that's only available in those two places so please go check those out and um thank you so much for listening thank you for doing the podcast i really appreciate thank you, you for having me on. yeah you're welcome this was really really fun <laughs>